forever. Dog. Let's rank rubber bands. Number one, rubber band around broccoli. Nice and thick. Number two, scrunchies. Scrunchies are pretty good. Uh, I will say number three, the, uh, the, the rubber band around flowers at the yes. grocery store. Uh, number four, fitness bands. Getting in shape. Moving those fitness bands. Going like this. Going like that. This is my favorite thing. Watching Brett be like, be like, uh, yeah, how am I going to assemble the show this week? They're talking about raiding rubber bands now. And, and the, they're, having, they're both having the time of their life. have your cold brew i do i have some of the oat uh i got some of the oats good that right I, I didn't get to it i didn't get to it yet i bought i just bought it and oh, it's oh you're gonna love it i so start much. on monday oh mr sharpling you're gonna love it so much okay i'm ready oat milk i'm, I'm chico the barista oh mr sharpling is this the new oh, carrot mr sharpling you're gonna love a, you're gonna love a, this latte a latte i'm gonna say you're gonna love it what no, no, I want to hear more. I'm I done. want more. I'm no, done. You're just starting. Uh, Mr. Oh, Mr. Shopling, I'll get you an espresso. Is it ASAP, an espresso? You get me that espresso, espresso? Oh, no problem, Mr. Shopling. So good to see you this morning. No, it's great to be here at the coffee shop again. Oh, Mr. Shopling, so nice to see your face. Uh, well, and uh, I'd like to order a uh, large. Uh, oh, yes. Latte with uh, uh, with uh, oat milk. Please. Oh, I take care of you, Mister Shopping. I take a good care of you. Oat milk like a horse. Nay, yay! I say nay. You say we agree. We come to a conclusion in between. Oh, Mister Shopping, so good to see you. Here's your latte, Mister Shopping. On to house. Do you like the latte art I made? I like it a latte. Get it? Get out of my car! Oh no! Shop. Oh, I thought you were a fun loving. Uh, barista. Now you're mad at me. I'm just I, kidding. Look at the oh. latte art. It says, uh, Oh, that's good. You do character work. Wait, is this your headshot? Well, it's, some, it's, it's my, it's the last thing I do before I shot myself in the head. Okay. Yeah. How is that not a thing? People say like, yeah, where's the head? Like, how is that not in a, in a, an action movie? Just like, here's your headshot. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, don't forget to sign your headshot yeah exactly and, they, and he takes a, a two by four and he's like sorry i don't have eight by ten it's only a two by four and he bops him in the head with it he goes eight by ten more like 45 and it's a 45 magnum um if he did have a two by four it would be good if he got it at home depot like ben shapiro and it had that little bag on the end of it did you see that no that's one of the clips i got queued up julie you want me to bring that up oh! now well, look, let's just say er, right off the bat here, this is not Tom and the barista. This is double threat. This is 
as much as I want to do the me talking to the barista who weirdly Chico. shifts into a, a demonic <laughs> into, into <laughs> like, Bob Odenkirk and nobody. Did you watch it yet, by the way? Uh, I didn't watch the ah! uh, nobody yet. You're going to rent that theater. You're going to save the arc light. That's what you're going to do. Yeah, I am buying the arc light. Actually, me and uh, I'm putting a consortium together. It's 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 a uh, forever dog mm-hmm. earwolf. Max Fun, uh, Ace, Adam Carolla, uh, Nogan to Rogan. He's not, he's doing the, he's doing, uh, the draft house in Alamo. He's mm-hmm. taking care of the Alamo draft house. Um, I heard Wondry bought the Scientology Celebrity Center. Yes. Wondry is, they bought the big blue Scientology Center on, um, oh, they bought big blue. Good for they them. They bought big blue. Yeah. Right next to where uh, I got my shot number two next to Big Blue. How are you feeling, Brant? Did you get shot number two? Yeah, I got it yesterday. I'm, Yikes. I'm, um, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm hanging in How there. You, you know, it takes takes a uh, good, good. You know, it took a couple. It, you know, it definitely gives you the old one two punch. Uh, That's the so idea. I'm a little, shot number a little one, punch drunk right two. now, but I'm hanging in there. And uh, but glad to be vaxxed. Happy to be vaxxed. Yeah. How does it feel, feel to, to be, be vaxxed? How does it feel, it to, feel be to be vaxxed in my in arms, arms again? Again. I the, was thinking you were going to sing Yakety Vax. Yakety. Oh, my God. That is. <laughs> I got right? a vaccine at the Moderna uh, and it's yeah. on Pfizer. And it does, it's on hold, but it's not on hold because yeah. <laughs> they did some right testing there. and it ended up being less than one in a million. We need. What? Do we need Yakety Vax. better meds? No, we need to get John Daly, first of all, to do. What was he doing again? Oh, uh, let's call him right now. What song was he doing? Oh, uh, Walter be bad. Walter be bad. And now he's got to do Yakety Vax. Because <laughs> it's a sax song. He could do that. Oh, my God. This is. I think we should call him up right now. Just cold. Can we call him up? Yeah. John Daly. He got that second vax, but yeah, you go, you go over, you get the shot and Brett, what, what station did you go to? I'm so curious. Left arm or right. Is that what you're asking? Brett's a left arm guy. Yeah, I was. Wow. Yeah, I was a left How'd you arm. Know? Um, I, yeah, I know, know Brett well enough to know he's a left armor. Lefty. Um, so when you went, when they, when you stand there and the guy has the flag and he goes, go to number which one did he send you to? You know, I think I went to, uh, did I go to five? I think I went to station oh, five. Oh, that's not good. That's <laughs> station not good. five? No, they were not using uh, any of the sanctioned uh, one through f- one through six at that uh, center. They were not they were using experimental. Uh, that's crap. Yeah. Well, I'm so sorry. That's all right. It was Pillsbury. You got the Pillsbury shot. It did come out pretty thick. It was like it was sort of spilling out the sides. Oh, that's like when you when you twist the cinnamon roll tube to get that yeah. dough flowing. That's what's in Brett now. He's got, and I'm going to say this, Brett. You better not don't put a heating pad on your left shoulder, or your what arms going to is your arms going to it's going to pop and fresh. <laughs> His arms, you'll heat that you'll heat that cinnamon roll up. <laughs> And you certainly so, won't be going. <laughs> so your arm is the is the dough, and then the vaccine is like the vanilla frosting that comes in that little packet. 
Oh, no, he's got dough in his arm now. They just inject that tube into you. And if Brett puts a heating pad on that arm, his arm mm. turns into a cinnamon roll. And then all the birds will be flying all over you. Your dog will want to chomp. Don't go near don't go near Major Biden. He'll get a oh, he'll I love Major Biden. He'll get a chomp. I wish I could vote. Oh, John Daly uh ladies and gentlemen, John Daly has entered the okay, waiting Oh my god. Good. Mm-hmm. He's busy. He's recording. He's literally in the middle of a recording, but he's gonna. Okay, well, we'll do this real quick. Hi, hey, John. That's so stupid. Hi, um, John. Thanks for thanks for joining us. Real last minute question for hey, you. Hey, all right, man. What? We're doing uh we're doing double threat right now, and we had an idea for a couple songs that you could do that, uh, you that need we would to, that you you must do. First okay. thing, first thing we created was. Uh, it would be like the Chuck Berry song, Johnny Be Good, but it would be called Walter Be Bad, and it's Breaking Bad. Ooh. And you tell the story of Breaking Bad, like Walter Be Bad. Oh, Down in oh. Albuquerque, there was a cancer guy. He taught <laughs> science, but then he had an eye for something else. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Then, he, yeah. then his, then his, brother, yeah. then his yeah. brother-in-law, Hank, knew that he was on the case, but he didn't find out before he was on the can. Go, oh, go, he, oh, go, go. Walter go, be Walter, bad. Go, go. But that he lived in a house with Anna Gunn, <laughs> and he liked to have his fun. Go, but she, go. But she have that. What if it's John? What if it's? But she wouldn't let him have no fun. Yeah, yeah. But that Julie just came up with off the. Julie just came up with five minutes ago, one that it could not be more tailor made for you mandatory do you want to tell them we want you to do yakety vax yes yeah i'm back i don't know guys no i think that's great does it have lyrics yes super fast lyrics we'll work up some lyrics yeah i went to kaiser permanente and i went to station five and i got it in my left arm and now i feel alive yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it put it out as a forty-five. Yakety vax, and the flip side, John, Walter be bad. On the first shot, I got a little sick. Then on the second shot, I got pretty sick, and that's back. It's back. It'll be good though. It'll be. Yeah, I'm. I'm in. This is right. great. Okay, I'm, great. I'm Thank honored. You. I'm honored. Do you and, need a uh, deadline? Like, what is it that we can give you besides money? Uh, just um, you could give me uh. Just Venmo me support. Just write me a message of support. Okay. But write it on Venmo. And that's kind of like getting paid to me. Sure. Okay. No problem. All right. Well, John, you're, what are you recording? I'm recording. I'm recording Devendra Banhart for my album. I'm very excited. Thank oh, that's you for exciting. stepping out of the record to brainstorm with us real fast. Yeah. Uh, they don't need me there. But here's the I'm thing. Dead don't I'm dead weight in this capacity. Don't talk about this in front of Devendra. Do you know what I'm saying? No, I know. You don't give him free songs. You guys are supplying me with free songs and he'll be jealous. We don't want him to steal it. Yeah. I love it. I love Double Threat and I'm honored to be on it. Let's go drink at a bar or something because everything's open now. Let's do it. I'll zoom in. I'll see you at House of Pies. Hell yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Can't wait to hear those songs next week, John. Oh, yeah. Okay, Thank you, bye. John. Bye. Bye. Thank you. 
Hey everybody, Tim Heidecker here with huge news. Office Hours Live recorded another episode live. It was one of our great ones with the great Rory Scovel, who's got a new special out on MAX. Oh, yeah. And the Trinity's here, DJ Doug Pound. Yes, hello. And Victor Berger IV. Hi, hi, hi. Can't wait for the fifth. We enjoy the heck out of doing the show, and so will you. If you find us on the podcast app of your choice, now. This is Double Threat. I'm Julie Klausner. My name's Tom Sharpling. And we're friends. Yes, and we have our uh, award-winning producer, uh, Brett, with us. Oh, I didn't know. I, 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 have, I got an award? Oh, you did, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't know. Oh, my God. Oh, so yeah. Sorry. You're not going to like oh, wow. the award, though. It's worst producer. Ah, damn it. I went to Spencer <laughs> Gifts last weekend. <laughs> You know, you can buy a trophy that literally just says world's biggest cock. <laughs> yeah, that's great. <laughs> and it's like at the mall next to like, I just, yeah. I don't know. It's a beautiful tradition of kids wandering into Spencer Gifts and just being like, I have a million questions. Yeah. This isn't my Spencer. I go in and I'm just like, this is not my Spencer's gift. Where's the bank where the guy's pants fall down? They like, they still have that, Tom. But he's all updated now. Not really. <laughs> it's too high tech. It's called Spencer's now. Yeah. So you're the old man who stands outside of Spencer Gifts and just like yells at every kid that comes in that it's not mm -hmm. the way it used to be. I'm like, it's not the same in there as it used to be. <laughs> even though it totally is. They don't even have Poverty Sucks posters anymore. Oh, the Poverty Sucks posters. I remember those very well. You can't get that. You can't get the 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 uh, hot chicks all in bikinis with different beer logos on them. What did we do in... um? In difficult people where we had like Arthur pretending to act more masculine. And so I came up with a poster that was like a beer, a babe and a buggy life's perfect. Combo. Uh -huh. <laughs> it was just like, a, it was like a hot chick on a car with a beer and like the word buggy just started with a B. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like a dumb person's idea of like what a cool car would be. A but that buggy. would be something you'd get at Spencer Gifts. Yes. Anyway, I usually would go yeah. there. I'd get my uh, my uh, lava lamp, my over the hill stuff, my uh, shoebox greetings. I get yes. some shoebox greetings, pick yep. up that old lady. I'm actually yep. working on a, a movie. Uh, with Maxine? Uh, with, yeah, the, the IP. I, I optioned the IP for. Well, I actually got an NFT. So you have the IP to Maxine and I have an, MST, an NFT for Maxine. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, we're going to be. We're going to fill a shoebox with money. And then Brett has a Maxine coin, Max coin. Mm -hmm. He has the e-currency based on Maxine. <clears throat> yeah. Yes. Currently trading. How's that? How's that going? Um, it's a pretty slow market so far, but I, I think so it's going well. to pick up. Uh, yeah, but you know, it just takes time for these things to kind of, you know, find their, find their footing. So um, I think I'm, I think it'll go really well and I'll make a, a lot of money. 
Speaking of footing, just kidding. Did you see that Twitter someone started of Brett's transitions, Tom? That's the greatest. Yeah, it's the greatest. And I saw that a war started. Brett, Brett being oh, the, I wonder who the, started it. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I can't imagine who yeah. Archduke Ferdinand, who yeah. was the Archduke Ferdinand, who was yeah. the guy who shot him. Yeah, the John Wick of Twitter where Who's, he 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 all he needed was one inciting incident and now he is a f- nonstop fighting machine. He was like, I don't, Brett was like, I don't do Twitter. Then like one thing happened and suddenly now he just is like, let's get on Twitter and let's start <laughs> fighting with people. It's just like letting the, imagine if John Wick's dog was never killed, but he was still as mad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Somebody, John Wick, John Wick's dog is alive and well. It's just that somebody said something about John Wick's dog. Or just like, or, or he put out a tweet that says, hey, if I, anyone like my dog? And it only got like 50 likes. And so he lost his mind. That's all it took. Next thing he's in the basement smashing up the, smashing up the concrete. Because that's, that's what he did, Julie. He, he cemented his I'll guns. I'll watch it. I'm ready. Colette wrote me with the time code of when I could start watching. Animal, oh, that's animal, perfect. Uh, yeah, I need I need these things. And all I'm going to say, them. though, the mm-hmm. end. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know about the end. You told me about the end. I know yeah. about the end. The I end is wait. the greatest. The end is wait. the most dog dog celebratory moment no, I, you've ever seen. You showed me that clip and I definitely cried. Yeah. And it wasn't just because I was uh, having a nervous breakdown at the time. I was working at... Um, Auntie Anne's, which is next to Auntie Vax. Mm-hmm. Um, at Auntie Vax, they twist your brain into a pretzel. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I could go for a, I could go for an Auntie Anne's right now. Which one would you do? The nuggets? I would say, you know how these things are usually twenty to thirty percent butter. Uh, mm-hmm. Can you ramp that up a little bit? Can you actually? So you want it to be like a a soup and the the little nuggets are the dumplings. Like you want like a wonton soup with like a butter base and the little like floating pretzel bits, something you can like lap up. Yeah, that's exactly what I want. And I miss that. I think the thing I miss most about the movies are those little pretzel bites and the little cheese Mm -hmm. thing. And then you feel like you want to throw up (laughs) after about five of them. You're just like, why did I order this? It's always I always regret it. And now I feel sick. And then the next time I go back, I order it again. Well, that's my question. What's the thing you most regret eating from a movie theater concession stand? Um, yeah, probably probably the pretzel bites or um, the pizza is pretty regrettable. The pizza, that's right? like the pizza is the kind of thing where you're just like, I didn't have dinner. Oh, no. Am I really going to eat enough candy to count as dinner? enough candy and popcorn to fill me up the way dinner would because i know that's a day of me being sick now well, it's also like the idea that not having dinner isn't healthy as opposed to having like movie theater dinner in the dark yeah that's not really what dinner is supposed to be i'm trying to think yeah. of the thing i'm most embarrassed of i mean i feel you, like you love gummy worms so much have to do i'm not ashamed of my love of gummy worms no i'm just saying is that one of the things you regret no 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 i don't regret anything sweet it's the savory stuff that Mm -hmm. you look back on and you go oh no what about you brett 
you know what? I'm always like pleasantly surprised. I, I think I always have. You have such low expectations for these things. Like I remember, uh, you know, uh, getting like a nachos one time. I was going like, to say oh, This is this yeah. is a mistake. And then yeah. you sit down, and eat them, and you're like, no, that wasn't actually, actually wasn't so bad. So I, I, I'm I'm more like uh, I'm usually pleasantly surprised by things that I expect are going to uh, disappoint me. That's the, the magic light. of heat. Sorry, go mm. ahead. The arc light had a pretty amazing pretzel, and that's one of the things I will miss about the arc light. The pretzel, the hot pretzel. Mm-hmm. Last last movie I saw was the Impractical Jokers when I ran back out, got a second pretzel. You did? And I, then I got back in. I couldn't even follow the movie. I missed. <laughs> I missed it. It's like, wait, why are these guys doing this? What? <laughs> Who are they? That's the other thing I don't mention is like I have the memory of uh, a gnat where uh-huh. if I leave, I need to start the thing over again. It would be funny, though, if you like were the guy at the Impractical Jokers movie that paid for every showing. Like, it's not like you're just staying there all day yeah. so that they can't kick you out. But you stay there and you just wait to correct people and say, like, they're not called the Impractical Jokers. They're called. The, what are they? The beefsteaks? The tenderloins. Sorry. I'd be like, they are not the Impractical Jokers. The show is called Impractical Jokers. It stars the tenderloins. Sir, we're going to ask you. You're, you're like, I paid admission. I've eaten seven pretzels. We know we're not kicking you out. We just ask you to stop making a fuss. Well, actually, what if they did other movies for other uh, true TV shows, right? What other a- a- true TV Adam shows explains are it. Adam ruins Adam, everything. Adam ruins the movies. The movie. Oh, God. Two for Adam ruins everything. The movie. It's Adam ruins the movie. I think it should be called. Yeah, Adam ruins the movie. <laughs> and at every showing, real Adam is in the audience and he will ruin the movie. For, like he'll start shouting or he'll like mm-hmm. scream fire. Yeah, that for select theaters, they press a button and then like one of those inflatable car dealership guys goes <laughs> up. But Adam? It's, but it's Adam Conover. And he goes, well, actually, and he's like flailing all over the place. Oh, like, that's I'm really, what I'm gonna have like, at like, your. I'm really enjoying I, this wet. I'm really enjoying mm-hmm. this movie. Actually, it's a motion picture. Like, like, what? Actually, no, you're not anymore. Actually, yeah, no, you're not now. What I'm were you going saying, sorry? to get you for your birthday instead of a bouncy castle. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna get you an inflatable Adam Conover, and I'm going to hide it somewhere in your home mm-hmm. so that when you step on it, it's going to inflate and then perfect. Sounds like a winner. Sounds like an amazing decision. I will gladly install it. No, and, you don't have to. I will. Oh, okay. I'll be like, Hey Tom, why don't you uh, take a walk around the block like 700 times? Sure. Just, yeah. Why don't you go, uh, why don't you go get a third shot? <laughs> oh, you heard that you need three now. What yeah. I do? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You need yeah, three. Yeah, but you have to wait online. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> do you think Adam Conover is worried if he gets older and that hair starts to thin that people will call him Adam Comover? <laughs> <laughs> Julie, this is what happened. Somebody started a Twitter account uh, uh, and an Instagram account, I believe, celebrating Brett's 
rickety transitions on this show <laughs> where he tries to force us off chit chat and to get back to the, the word they used was hand. crowbar. Uh, the the transitions <laughs> that I crowbar into the show. So somebody started uh, social media accounts transcribing and highlighting Brett's Brett's rickety transitions to get us back on point. And you can follow and, that at speaking of Brett, uh, which which uh, um, is uh, SOB if you're looking at it, uh, SOB. So that's at speaking of Brett um, and the logo is SOB. So thank you very much, listener, uh, whoever did that. And, you really, and then, and you don't, yeah, then what happened? Jason from the best show said, oh, Brett is doing this for himself now. And then that's all that takes for Brett to say, like, to, to say, like, take off his jacket and say, hold my jacket. <laughs> I got to go fight someone. And then then it just turned into a thing. And then I see there's other Twitter accounts of people started to, things that Jason didn't say, which are just like, wait, really? Uh, yeah, somebody started it spun out uh, of control very quickly. Yeah, somebody started account with like things that Jason didn't say, and it's what? stuff like I really like AP Mike and Pat. Oh my god! Yeah, it got mean really fast, and I just want to say I condemn all of it. I condemn <laughs> all of it. Well, I'm flattered. It's it's uh you know uh it's it's a big moment in your life when you get your first fan account, uh, and so this this was a big a big. Uh, moment for me this week and i'm just thrilled i'm over the moon uh, i can't I get over you saying hold my jacket and your two cats immediately burrowing into the sleeves yeah. and then getting the dog to like walk the jacket to a bus station so they can escape yeah so they can dogs just like i gotta get out of here no the, the cat well one cat wants to roam mm -hmm. the other cat i feel like is influenced by the second cat and then the dog is just like, I don't know, easily bullied. So he's like, hold my jacket. Crazy cat goes into one sleeve, forces the second cat into the other. Dog is the legs. All of a sudden you see this jacket yeah. making its way to a bus station. You just see like the end of Ghost World. Yeah. Yeah. So what is this account? You you promised you didn't start it. I, I I promise I did not start this. So Jason Gore accused me of starting my own fan account. That is that is a, Enough uh, a about lie. Jason Gore. What is, is the bald faced lie? What is the and do you know who the account who started it or we don't know? I don't. I don't. I mean, if you remember oh. from last week's episode, Tom, Tom actually uh, suggested this as a prompt that someone should st someone. Are you start accusing tallying. Tom of starting it? Was, it? Uh, trust me, it was not me, Brett. It was not me. <laughs> I mean. Brett, I don't have enough hours in the day. A day could be 300 hours long, and I would not use one of them to start <laughs> that account. I guarantee, Brett, I could have literally nothing to do in my life. Could be the most bored human alive. I would not just be like, well, let me start that, uh, that account of things Brett said. I didn't accuse you of starting it. Uh, I mean, I think maybe you'd be in the lineup, you know, if they were doing the suspects of who might you, you might you might make what the if lineup. Do that? that might be another episode. We have like it's almost like a, to tell the truth. We have like, is that, a, is that I don't know. It's old game. Yeah, game. we have like a bunch of people and we have to guess. It's like a murder mystery kind of thing. We have to guess who did it. Well, you, you know, it'd be great like that is a mystery guest. What if Brett booked us a mystery guest and they're on the. They're on mm -hmm. the Zoom and we're asking them questions. We're trying to figure out who they are, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, right? And mm -hmm. we can't see them with and a voice module. With a voice, well, they could just be or? like, "Hi, it's me." Oh, they could okay. just disguise their voice. <laughs> right, hey, right. what is going on? 
it's me. And I'd be like, is that Andre the Giant? Yes, I am the guest on <laughs> Double Threat, the legendary wrestler. He's dead. It's me, the ghost of Andre the Giant. Boo. What a pivot. What a neck-breaking pivot. Yeah. Brett, are there anything? Yeah, so, yes, um, go ahead. You talk now. Yeah, so we, we, we were talking about uh, vaccines earlier, uh, vaccinations, and uh, speaking of little pricks, uh, Ben Shapiro was in the news uh, this oh. week. Um, and that one, uh, you can put that on the uh, uh, on if the account. If you tell them to, here's why what you did is just, how. What, here's why what you just did is bad. I feel like I've jumped the shark on this transition <laughs> thing. too much. Tom, mm. are you there or did you leave? Oh, no, I left. That was too much for me. Because now that feels like he's suggesting that, that you use mm-hmm. it. He's trying like he's trying hard in a way that he was different than when I was trying before. It's like, uh, if I may, the uh, what's his name on um, Breaking Bad Heisenberg, the Heisenberg effect. It is the Heisenberg effect in action. We just witnessed it. Mm-hmm. Um, the beauty of it, Brett, is that it happened on un. un- like unobserved Mm -hmm, right now you're going into it you're in the shower you're writing them you're Mm -hmm. thinking speaking of this what if they say this and i'll say speaking of this and then he's running them by his cat running them by his wife (laughs) running them by uh, jerry from t public He's he's we'll probably go to a a probably i'll probably go to the comedy store brett will be up there workshopping transitions It'd be uh, Big J Okerson, and then Brett goes up. <laughs> Big Brett. <laughs> Big Brett Okerson. <laughs> Big Brett Jokerson. <laughs> <laughs> he calls himself the transistor. Yeah. He goes up just like Andrew Dice Clay. It's me, the transistor. <laughs> Speaking. Oh, Reaches the arm around to smoke the cigarette. Oh, heaven. I won't lie. I did think of that transition uh, about 30 minutes ago. 20 minutes and have ago. Been sitting on it the whole time. Uh, like it a didn't, goose on an egg. It didn't yeah. have the pleasure of some of the some of my classic transitions. Uh, it was a sort of a soulless experience, uh, that last one there. So um, um, we'll maybe maybe, maybe not my best, um, but I will. Uh, well, well, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll try to regain the magic um, moving forward. Uh, and just apolo- I apologize uh, for that one. Um, yeah, it's probably time you've done so much talking. It's probably time you did some listening, I would say, at this point. Well, uh, speaking of listening, we're about to listen to this clip uh, right here. See, that's here the beauty. Is that that's, our, back. that's our guy. Guess who's back? Back, back again. again. Brett is Brett back. Brett is back. Transition. Shall love, friend. <laughs> <laughs> so, Tom, Ben Shapiro went to Home Depot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's pretty much the whole story. I'm ready. Here we are at Home Depot. As you know, controversy has now involved Home Depot as people are encouraging people to boycott Home Depot because Home Depot is not getting involved in Georgia's voter law controversy. Home Depot is doing exactly the right thing because, after all, they are, in fact, Home Depot. They are not, in fact, in the business of politics because you should be buying from companies that are not falling to the woke left. Home Depot, so far, is one of those companies. So here's what we're doing. And I encourage you to do the same I'm going to go in there, I'm going to buy some stuff, and then I'm going to leave. This is the dumbest right, thing I've ever seen. seen. I just went shopping at Home Depot. You should do the same. This wood, this board, this magnificent piece of poplar is now mine. Hold on a second. This, this dunce 
bought a board and put it in a plastic bag. Yeah. That covers a third of the bag. He's not holding the board by the bag. Why would you put it in a bag then if you're just like, well, I can't care. Like a plastic bag is not like a board sealer. That's what he's using. It's like a board, a board protector. But the bottom of it. On the bottom of it. And he's gripping it on the, just the, the two thirds that are not covered by a Home Depot bag. It also just seems like someone in a panic looking for something masculine and just be like, oh, I'll take this piece of wood. Where's the wood? He just goes in the welcome to Home Depot. Uh, how can we help? Where's the wood? <laughs> yeah, like aisle one is the wood. It goes over to aisle one. Hey, can I get some wood? It's like he grabbed the first thing he saw. Maybe it was a shelf at Home Depot. Maybe it wasn't even for <laughs> sale. He might have just grabbed an end cap, like a shelf on an end cap. Probably That's what had I like, mean. yeah, like WD forty was on top of that or whatever else. Right, they're he selling went to there. the register and he's like, "How much is this?" And they exchange eye contact and they're like, two hundred and fifty dollars." And he's like, "Great." And then they're like, "Do you want a bag?" He's like, "Yes." He'll be like, "Wait, before I buy this, so you guys don't support the Georgia voting." So, and the guy's like, "Wait, what? What?" He's like, "Look, sir." $250, the register's broken, so you got to give me cash. <laughs> or just Venmo me directly. My name my name is like Richie Valens. No. Yeah. Not that Richie Valens. Yeah, I'm not I'm Richie Valens. Not that one. <laughs> ben, by then, Ben Shapiro is so confused. Yeah. This guy he, is such a try. Yeah. Is there anybody who's more of like a try hard loser than this guy? Ted Cruz, I guess. But at least he's like a senator. Like at least, at least he has the gig. Like this ben guy Shapiro is. is a podcaster, right? Is that his yeah. big source of income? It makes me sick. If Ben Shapiro approached Forever Dog, mm -hmm. what would you say? If he said he wanted to do like a show, he's like, it's not going to be political. Right. Just going right, to like right. recap episodes of. Um, I don't know. Soap. The show Soap. Yeah, I think yeah. I'd say uh I think I'd say uh I have got the number for uh iHeartRadio right here. You'll be right at <gasps> home over there. Oh, a, what if he said he was going to do a show called Soap Hero starring Ben Shapiro <laughs> where he is the guy that recaps episodes of Soap. Oh. Or he could do with Tyler Hero from the Miami Heat. Mm -hmm. What if it was like Soap Soap Hero with Tyler Hero and is that his name, Tyler Hero? Tyler Hero, yeah, yeah, and uh, and Ben Shapiro recapping episodes of Soap. And he's not going to mention burr, politics burr, at all. Burr, no burr, politics. Burr, burr. Talk. He's going to end up mentioning politics. <sighs> yeah, he's going to end up doing it. He can't help it. He'll be watching the thing. He'll be like, "Yeah, Richard Mulligan's a cuck." <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen his stupid sister? Richard I realized, Mulligan. No. He could have played Richard Mulligan from Soap. Could have and played anyone. He could have played that bird from the Muppets. Like he would have been the lot. He looks like that the Sam, Sam the, the Eagle. E yeah, like he looks like the human version of that bird. Sam the Eagle. He could play any bird. There's no bird. Maybe not a parakeet, but that bird with the shoe for a beak that we watched a few weeks ago. Mm -hmm. He could have. That played. could have been Richard Mulligan. Who's our Richard Mulligan now? Vincent Price. <laughs> No, but he's he's more what? dead than this Vincent. This is how I learn. 
<laughs> Vincent Price is, yes, I'm so sorry to break it to you. I have bad news for it. He's not 109 years old. Uh, he did pass away. Vincent Price is currently not still alive. He's not 131 years old and living in that in that Edward Scissorhands mansion. So, Brett, please tell my friend Tom if he doesn't know already about Ben Ben Sapiro's stupid sister and her shitty food. She takes photos of her food that she makes, and they look horrible. Do you know about her, Brett? Yeah, Abigail Shapiro, Abby Shapiro. Um, I think um, I think she is also a uh, of of the uh, right uh, wing persuasion. Is that right too? She's kind of uh, she mm-hmm. shares his politics. Um, Look up her food. There's a TikTok someone made of her food and how bad it looks. Yeah, she's a conservative influencer. Hashtag conservative influencer. Mm-hmm. Well, she influenced uh, my nausea when I saw photos of the food she made, and she was like, "I'm a wifey." I gotta see this food. This sounds so. She's saying it as if like, doesn't this look good? Yeah, Brett, do you need me to find the TikTok? Yeah, if you could find it for me, I'm finding a couple things, but but not maybe what you're talking about. So yeah, I if you don't mind TikTok. finding it. TikTok. Talk. What if we did an update of the Three Stooges with Ben Shapiro, Ted Cruz, <laughs> and who'd be like a perfect third stooge? Louis Gomert. <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> Louis Gomert! Imagine, <laughs> wouldn't that be? I'm serious. If we got f- money together, who's Louis th- Gomert? He's the Texas uh, congressman or senator. Yeah. yeah, he's the one who like votes against anything. But it's just like. Just picture like Ted Cruz, like, like, hey, you guys, I want to do the thing. And then Louis Gomer's like, yeah, you want to do the thing? And he like slaps Ted Cruz. Ook. Right. You're like bonk. And Ben Shapiro's like, hey, you can't do that to him. Oh, yeah. Watch this. Fred, I just texted you the link. Great. Imagine how satisfying it would be to watch Ted Cruz, Louis Gomer and Ben Shapiro just beat the crap out of each other <laughs> in a movie i would i would watch you don't want chris christ could chris christie play the mayor boom chris christie boom boom like they punch him in then we just make a thing yeah it's nine stooges the nine <laughs> the nine we just get as many stooges as possible or yeah, c- call it like 12 angry stooges and their jurors or something yeah chris christie one of the stooges abby shapiro's um Food, like the food that she cooks. What the? <laughs> oh, what is this? I mean, who can go wrong with the classic combo of tacos and Parmesan asparagus? I mean, oh, it's, it's like disgusting. burgers and fries, right? Does it, it does this make so you want to throw up? Dry. What <laughs> is that? Um. So this is a TikTok uh, person named Funny Bunny. Look at these cool kids today, Tom. Were you ever this cool when you were a teen? I wasn't. No. Look how confident they are. They all have these cool septum rings. They all look terrific. They're funny. I have faith in Gen Z. I really do. I was too busy hiding at the arcade, hoping I didn't get. They didn't steal my quarters. Did you hide? Do you ever hide under a pinball machine? Did you ever like strap yourself to the bottom of one? To the bottom, I would go inside of it. <laughs> There was one time I stuck my head out and then they thought I was Rudy. They thought it was Funhouse. <laughs> and they just, when you were like, a, <laughs> and I was like, hey, round. get me out of here. Go, go, go. And a pinball went down my throat. 
It was like that multi-ball where they just have yeah. to put as many balls into your fucking head holes as possible yes. in as short yeah. of a time. I had to spit three pinballs out to get out. <laughs> so you're telling me that bullies saw you at the arcade. Mm-hmm. I hid, climbed no, up they, inside. They of hid room. under the pinball machine and they they came under the pinball machine and attacked you and pushed your head up into the machine and then no, they played pinball while your almost, head was in the machine? Almost. I hid under the machine and then they started saying, let's look under the machines. This nerd has to be here somewhere. And then I was like, well, I better climb inside the machine then. And then I stuck my head out. I was like, well, let me look, see if the coast is clear. And suddenly I realized I was on, I stuck my head into the table of the game. And then they were there was thrilled. somebody playing it. Uh-huh. There was somebody playing it. So I had to just act like Rudy from Funhouse. Funhouse. <laughs> you can't get me. Yeah, better luck next time, sucker. Brett, Rudy is a ventriloquist dummy. Do you know Funhouse, Brett? One of our favorite no. pinball machines. Oh, wow. Okay. Just look up Funhouse Pinball Rudy and see if there's, like, I'm sure somebody's put together the great, the bet, greatest hits of Rudy from Funhouse. What if they have it? Well, then we got. Uh, we got to go to Vermont. Or Atlantic City. Is it not in Atlantic City? Oh, there's Funhouse machines everywhere. Funhouse was a coast-to-coast sensation. Oh, my God. Look at this. Wait, are there videos on YouTube of pinball machines being assembled and fixed? Because if there are... Oh, Oh, my God. Oh, my God. They just showed... This is a thing of somebody fixing Rudy, and they just showed him without his face. It's just eyeballs. Well, and a, here's my new and a low and a jaw. I just found a new spectrum to be on, which is YouTube pinball machines deconstructed and reconstructed. Here's good old Rudy without his face. I'm gonna start doing some ASMR, like Rudy <laughs> as Rudy. Yeah, you should relax. What does he say? Does he say anything in this video, or is it just about taking his face apart? <laughs> That was me. That was exactly you what happened to, to me. You had to gulp it. You had to gulp the ball down after went, you were like, this is really yeah. starting to annoy me. I went, this is really starting to annoy me. Ow. And then gulp. Are you looking to relax, Julie? Does he say that? Are you looking to relax? Why would a ventriloquist no, dummy it's ASMR. ever? It's ASMR. Oh, so he's cutting your hair. Would you like a haircut? Now I'm cutting your hair, your hair around your ears. Clip, I'm clip. Gonna, I'm going to crinkle this. I'm going to crinkle this paper bag. (laughs) There's not a, don't worry. There's not a gun in it. Yeah. Fun house. The arcade is closed. It's quiet. ASMR (laughs) pinball is a good idea. Yeah. And nothing ever happened with our uh, January 6th pinball machine. Has any, have any of the game makers contacted you? Brad Williams, Stern. Bally. Bally. Um, 
No, I've got, I've got the I've got the pitch out there to all the big pinball manufacturers. Uh, I've got a couple they like, you know, uh, thank you for submitting this. We'll get back to you if we're interested. Uh, but so far, nothing beyond that. OK, we've been ghosted. We need people to submit ideas for the double threat pinball machine. Yes, that stalled out. Boy, did it ever. Well, you know what did not like, stall out, though, is uh, our reviews on Apple Podcasts, yes! baby. Holy moly. Oh, we are at uh, 1,100 plus. Oh, good. Finally. And by the way, I knew we were over 1,000 because I'm here. Yeah. Right now. I knew I really that's was why it quit. happened. I knew you were. You were done. I was done. You were done, though. And I got to send a personal thank you to all the listeners for that because, uh, you know, Tom and Julie, they got a lot of irons in the fire. Me, this is this is this is pretty much it for me. So if Julie quit, that was going to be a sad day, a sad day at my house. So I'm really uh, I'm really uh, glad that the listeners banded together. Can I just um, say that if I quit, Tom, I would hope that you would quit, too. Oh, yeah, of course. No, oh, OK. It took you like 20 minutes to say oh, no, that. I was I was shocked that you'd even say that. You were literally looking through your phone. I saw contacts. You were like contacts. Like, scroll, 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 Let's scroll, see. Abby scroll. Shapiro. We could make it do it more like a cooking thing. Make it more like Abby Shapiro. Me and Abby Shapiro will review food. Each Watch week. me get into trouble now. Don't food shame other women. Oh my god! Oh, There's a special in place in hell for like women that food or Jewish women. Oh, could you imagine? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yeah. What are some of the reviews? Are they funny? Oh, you know, it's just your standard fare. Uh, you know, uh, Brett sucks. Uh, Brett's boring. Uh, how did this loser get into this you know, situation with these two comedy icons? Uh, what so was the one that they called you? What was the one that really seemed to stick in your craw? Oh, they called me a golf announcer. There was somebody that said I sounded like a golf announcer. <laughs> <laughs> a golf announcer oh my god Brett. something about that yeah i don't know a lot of them wasn't the most aggressive one but there's something about that rubbed me the wrong way that, that but there was one where they called you like a lump or something wasn't there one that, oh yeah like, it really bugged, said, bugged you what did you say huff? Oh, somebody said huff my shorts uh somebody <laughs> said uh you know just a lot of sort of just 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 kind of threats and insults uh but you know what Every Fine. single one of those reviews had five stars on it, and that's all I care about because we are Thank looking you. good over there. Thank you, listeners. Yeah, Brett, you're you. I'm gonna say this: if I see one more negative review about Brett, <laughs> I'm gonna blow my gasket. And I'm telling you right now, you write nice things. I want to see five nice reviews. The next five should be positive about Brett. Don't do it. Just do whatever you want. Everybody, just do what you want. Don't be don't be mean, mean. But you can be mean if you, you want to be mean. You can be a little mean. Tease him a little bit. Tease him all you want. Yeah. He's don't be mean. He's basically made out of rubber. Yeah. He's like a he, rubber band. He doesn't have any feelings. He's like those really thick rubber bands. The ones, <laughs> the ones that are good for a Sunday paper. They have like no give at all. They're so satisfying. Yeah. We're doing rubber band ASMR. <laughs> I've got a rubber band. I'm going to snap it. Boing. <laughs> Just goes ow, counter. Ow. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ow. God damn it. Got them rubber bands. Snap back. 
Here's a pretty representative one. Uh, two of the best in the business. Tom and Julie have been making me laugh uh, so much and for so long. When they team up on a podcast like this, there's nothing more fun and funnier to listen to. Brett smells like worms. <laughs> <laughs> so that's just uh, kind of some of the stand. An example of what you'll find over on our Apple Podcast review page. Brett smells like worms. Well, how they would know that? You don't smell like worms. I yeah, don't know. If you, he does. Yeah. I've, I've been. I've, I've sat next to him at. at, at I don't a, even know what worms smell like. I have. I ain't never been fishing. You ever? You think there's ever been like a an away message on my AOL Instant Messenger mm-hmm. that says "gone fishing"? Well, I'll tell you if a, 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 a worm must smell like uh, sauvage, because uh, that's what Brett wears. Sauvage. Remember that cologne? Sauvage. No. Was it like Ego East? Who was the spokesman for Sauvage Bread? Uh, Do you remember? Jo- uh, Mr. Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp Ooh. was the Sauvage. When, you, when you're driving into the Not- desert and you yeah. just got to smell your best, Sauvage. I got to smell like someone who's over-accessorized. There might be, uh, might be a buyer's market for Sauvage these days. Might not exactly be a run on Sauvage. You go to... If you go to Macy's, I think there might be a table near the front with Sauvage on it that they're okay if you ran in and grabbed one and ran back out. Sauvage, so good. What if we run out of COVID masks? We have to wear those like 19th century the ones with the beaks like that they wore during the uh, plague masks plague mask were you have you seen these tom plague masks uh, they Vene- look like Venetian they make plague mask they make you look like spy versus spy the first time i go to a cuz i haven't been to an indoor movie theater yet cuz i'm worried <laughs> but the first time i do i'm going mm-hmm. to be wearing one of these okay they're called plague masks. Yes, these. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yes. Come on. Let me wear one. You can wear one. I I I shan't. I will I will sit that out. All right. Although that mask would be pretty good if it's at the movies to lower that beak right into your sodi. <laughs> straw right? for me they're like would you like a straw and i go no and i reach over i start drinking somebody else's soda oh my god that would be so scandalous like right over their shoulder the person in front of me it's like boy that boy that uh slurp that sprite sure looks good i got it. you they can't hear you because you're underneath that thing so it's just echoing it's just like i poke my plague mask over the shoulder and then i hear the guy go boy i'm thirsty hey my soda's all gone (laughs) (laughs) these are normal these are what are going to be normal things to happen this is what the world's gonna look like people in plague masks drinking each other's soda well, uh, speaking of non-solid uh, things that you can uh, ingest, um, this is um, uh, I'll allow it. 
This is a, a commercial that was sent to us by Zach uh, for Miracle Whip, and it is pretty damn cool, and I just had to show it to you guys. I thought I understood Miracle Whip, but then I saw this commercial, and I was like, wow. We will not be quiet. We will not try to blend in. Disappear in the background. That's so dumb. Play second fiddle. When we're in a sandwich, a salad, a panini or crostini, you'll know it. We're not like the others. We won't ever try to be. We are our own mixed up blend of one of a kind spices. We are Miracle Whip and we will not tone it down. Pretty cool. When did that come out? it's shot in an edgy, like handheld, like, like eight millimeter. Reality bites era edgy. Yeah. Tell you one thing that Miracle Whip also won't tone down is uh, that sickly sweet taste that it has that makes me want to barf. I don't want to sound like I'm better than you, but I've never had it. So it's, I don't know what it tastes like. I, I confuse it with Cool Whip, which I have had. Cool Whip is like a like a very specific polymer that is whipped cream like, but it's yes. it's it's not. Miracle Whip is is like sort of that, but for mayonnaise. You could either take Cool Whip, you could either put on top of a pie or okay. inject into the cracks of uh like a window frame to seal it correctly like it is like a caulk there's a caulk like quality to cool whip but at least it's sweet because it goes on top of a dessert for example so there's something worse about savory that uh in the same way that like in movie theater food it's okay if it's got you know your your pal good old refined sugar but um what's in miracle whip can we can we pull up just the miracle uh, of miracle whip is that that company's still in business with that disgusting product. That's the miracle. It's so gross. Like, do you like, have you've had Miracle Whip, Brad, right? You're down, oh, in, sure. uh, down in Atlanta. That's oh, that yeah. probably, that was, was probably it? like Wednesday in the school cafeteria was Miracle Whip day. Yeah. yeah. Dump How does a, it, just lose scoop of that on your plate. How does it compare to mayonnaise? That's the first question in Google. What is the difference between mayonnaise and Miracle Whip? Miracle Whip is sweeter. Oh, gross. That's the first answer. It's sweeter. Mayonnaise is not an epicac. That's the difference. <laughs> the design of mayonnaise is not specifically to make I you like vomit. That. It's an epicac. Like, that's like a new name. It's like, well, in this aisle that we have spreads, canned vegetables, and epicacs. Can you imagine Red- working at the epicac factory? Epicacacac. <laughs> Cag factory. Yeah. Yeah. And then Billy Joel, he says, it's time to make some epicacacacacacacacacacacacacacacacacacacacacacacacacacacacacacacacacacacacacacacacacacacacacacacacacacacacacacacacacacacacacacacacacacacacacacacacacacacacacacacacacacacacacacacacacacacacacacacacacacac
there's literally you could count on one hand the amount of young people that would fall for that. Um. So I just sent Brett a clip that my friend Shane sent me, and it is similarly. Um, it 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 causes you to be concerned about advertising people about how broken their brains are mm -hmm. and why they make the decisions that they do because this is a it's hard to describe it's a video that is touting the benefits of windows 7 um it's called hosting your party okay and um it's just sort of well you'll see yeah hey welcome to the party the four of us, along with Host Worldwide and you, are launching Windows 7 Ultimate Software. So, you know what? Let's take a minute or so to tell you about how great it is to host a launch party. You can use house party tools to build your guest list, upload your pictures, which is This is just... Right? <laughs> and you can even All get right, a party Please set. hit pause for a second. This is these four people in a... In a in the stagiest... It looks like they're shooting in a, in a uh, Ikea... Like, it doesn't look like a real kitchen that anyone's actually ever used. And for people that definitely don't look like they've ever met before filming this, they're so uncomfortable with each other in terms yeah. of their spacing. And, mm -hmm. and they're trying to just make it seem casual. We're just They said, we need you to get these facts out, but we want it to seem like they're arising organically in your conversation as friends. Make it just seem like the camera's just catching them candidly talking about Windows 7. Oh, yeah, yeah. Please continue, Brett. Yeah. Now, of course, the first thing you want to do is install Windows 7. Uh, right? Duh. <laughs> yeah, make sure you do that. Like that older woman party. said, duh. Call customer service if you have any questions. Exactly. got to play with Windows 7 before the party. Second, look at the activities you and your guests can try at your party and choose the That's ones great. that seem to oh, you see, the can you have, At least the guy, the guy has a, uh, a Sony Vio laptop, which uh, <laughs> is the only thing I can say about that is having had one. Maybe the heaviest thing I've ever picked up in my entire life. I think they were about 190 pounds. And like the most dense su substance on earth was a Sony Vio. It wasn't that big, but it was so, oh my God. I think, mm -hmm. I think my back, I think I'm probably going to need back surgery at some point specifically because of Sony Vio. Right. Now for the first half hour or so at my party, the mm -hmm. guests just came in, had a drink and a snack, and mingled like they do at any good party. Right. But many of the activities suggest that you have photos from the party. Oh, so we each made a point of shooting like 20 or so photos on the digital camera at the start of the party, too. Oh, my yeah. gosh. And Well, when everyone was there and settled, I led an overview of some of my favorite Windows 7 features. Mm -hmm. I showed my guests things from two of the Windows 7 orientation videos, and it took, like, 10 minutes. Right. Oh, you know, it was great. It was totally informal. Like everyone just kind of crowded around the computer in the kitchen. Like, <laughs> hey, we all started with some of the basic Windows 7 features, right? Yeah. I mean, it's a good way to get things going, this, right? Okay. Whatever oh, please, your party please, is. I'm begging you, please. This is, this feels like the kind of thing that breaks you down so that then they can, then they can indoctrinate you into a cult. Like it's it, like, well, that's why Bill Gates got his chippies mm -hmm. into, uh, your vaxies. And I'm starting a party. Uh, it's uh I was able to take 20 pictures from the thing and put it into the <laughs> <laughs> Could you just go to 556 please when they start when 556. They start the idea that this is that long. <laughs> I know. Of these I've, people I've standing. A little a little bit. There's some tension between the two men at the end that 
I'm pretty sure is improvised. Can you believe that Microsoft put the launch of Windows 7 in our hands? Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> they nuts or what? Huh? Maybe by letting you be involved. Ooh. That was <laughs> I mean, I what if he just goes, really? hey, <laughs> shut up, Greg. And he just smashes a Sony Vio over his head. I just keep thinking because of the red balloons in the background that Pennywise is going <laughs> to. I wonder what Pennywise would say if he joined this Windows 7 thing. What would that sound like, Julie? One of the things I like most about Windows 7 is that it could help me hold any party that I want with my friends. Are you my friend, Georgie? I like uploading my photos before any activity. Hey, Georgie, can I talk to you for a second? <laughs> Why'd you invite that clown? Oh, these baby carrots are crunchy and a little sweet. Your friend's freaking us out. <laughs> We're look, we're weird. All we do is talk about Windows 7. <laughs> but your friend keeps talking about popcorn and a sewer. <laughs> that Windows thing makes me want to uh die. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Guess I no, shouldn't have shown way. it to not you. In bad, no, no, not in a bad way. Just in a way like it's like like kind of like then the Blade Runner when Rutger Hauer's at the end it's saying all the things he's seen and now it's time to go. I've well, seen so many things. I saw a Windows 7 commercial pretending to be a party. <laughs> I saw I saw me. a Miracle Whip commercial trying to trick appeal to cool people teens. under 75. Yeah. It took me like a couple of viewings of that to realize that that was a party. I thought it was just people talking about a party. Mhm. Um and Shane pointed out that there were multiple takes because there's a digital clock on the oven. Oh, that is the dumbest thing so ever. It's How this do they continuity like continuity nightmare. And every time you're looking at the main shot, mm-hmm. it's like 455, like 525. It's like, really? These are the best takes? That is spectacular that they're just like, somebody editing it was like, hey, uh, they got a clock going in this thing? We can't we can't cut around this thing. Oh no! And also, they're like drinking and eating and. Well, uh, speaking of production nightmares, uh, this this just came out right before we went to air. This this how n- resigned we are. Look news how tired, on, look yeah. how look how much we've given up to Brett's segues. Yeah, I just that yeah. thing where like where you learned in school how to keep your eyes open but you're sleeping. Yeah, I would always, what I would do with that is in the morning, I would draw just big bright eyeballs on my eyelid, on my eyelids and the teacher with always what, fell Sharpie? for it. Yeah. You know, the Sharpie. But what color are the, are your eyes like around the Sharpie? The eyes, the part of the eyes that has color. I just made my eyeballs white. So and it was just teacher, white and black pupils. Yeah. And I would just say to the teacher would be like, uh, it'd be like, uh, are you paying attention, Tom? I'd be like, I'm possessed. <laughs> Get away. I'm possessed. I didn't even draw pupils on because I have red hair. So I was like, I'm like little orphan Annie. Mm-hmm. She didn't have pupils and she did fine. No, she did perfectly. She did really well without uh, pupils. Not that hard knock of a life. Mm-hmm. School sucked. School did suck. 
Oh, yeah, no. This, this is going to be. <sighs> so Elon Musk Here is hosting is the SNL. Image. May 8th, uh, host uh, Elon Musk and musical guest Miley Cyrus on Saturday Night Live. It's just heartbreaking. Fine. Fine. Man, what do you think he's. I, I Look, I wish he was doing double duty on that one. Doing a musical guest? Yeah. That he was just like also the musical guest. And like he just stole all of Grimes's equipment, but doesn't let her sing or play it. Do you she, think he's Grimes, like there with Grimes's keyboard? Yeah. He's there. Yes. Do you think Grimes comes out during the monologue? Sure. Yes. Like is like written into the monologue or does Grimes ask him a question from the audience? Like, yes. It's like, you know, a lot of people want to know all about uh, Mars, but Mars. And then, um, or, oh no, he's like, I'm here to talk about, you know, whatever. And then everyone in the audience keeps asking him about Mars. Uh, do we have any questions that are not about Mars? <laughs> <laughs> I have one Grimes. Everyone explodes. Yeah. What a gross! Those are those ones where the bar is so low on this guy that he just has to come out and be okay in the first sketch, and then people like Elon Musk is funny, and for the rest of time, people will say that Elon Musk is funny. Is he the richest man alive? No, you know who the richest the richest man alive is. If friendship because of our friendship, if friendship is 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 money mm-hmm. then i am the richest man alive with you julie yeah and you brett me too, me too. but I, elon I, musk I, does have the most money of oh anyone yeah on no the he earth. is okay i'm gonna go ahead money. and say how about this the richest man in the world can't host snl i would bet let's see if let's see if we could write the uh, the monologue i say okay. the monologue is going to be him passing out money like <laughs> He'll be like, great question. Great question. Here's a million dollars. Like he'll just say to some, like he'll take questions from the audience or cast members will come up on stage and be like, Hey, Elon, have a great show. And then he'll be like, thanks so much. Here's a million dollars. See, I feel like he's going to want to not focus on the money. Okay. The same way that when Jeff Bezos hosts the season finale, (laughs) he'll want to focus on his environmental uh, his work towards making the environment a better place. Yeah. Which is Musical his- guest, the Jeff Bezos <laughs> explosion. And he comes out. That's Disco Strangler by the Eagles. What up? And he's got like one of those voice boxes. He's like, or he comes out, he does uh he does a uh, Rocky Mountain Way by Joe Walsh. He's like, well, why don't they have what's his name who owns MSG host? Because James apparently, Dolan? yeah, that he could be the his own band musical guest. Apparently, whoever hosts SNL now is up to the highest bidder. That's a take. You guys like that take? That is that's a hey that. My hot takes are selling like hotcakes. Maybe that's the way to go is hot takes, hot takes, hotcakes. Something like it. I don't know. Well, it's going to happen and we've survived. Um, 
worse. Other things, I guess. We survived literally Donald Trump saying the words, ladies and gentlemen, toots and the Maytals. <laughs> that we've made it. We got past that. We can yeah. get past this. Yeah. He literally welcomed once again, toots and the Maytals. We've got a great show for you tonight. <sighs> toots and the Maytals are here. Poor Toots and the Maytals. I feel worse for the Maytals. You do? Yeah, Toots is... No, I feel, if, I feel uh, bad for all of them. Uh, what if the Maytals and the Pips started a band? What would that be like? <laughs> it's just <laughs> someone talking to his two toasters. Uh, Someone's doing a yeah. bit in their kitchen to their... They got a second toaster. Yeah. Because the first one doesn't work. Yeah, the first and one they doesn't were like, work. Here's the thing. If I buy a second toaster that does work, I promise not to throw it into the bathtub. Yeah. And the guy at Best Buy is like, okay. And then he takes the new toaster home and he's like, all right, maybe this new toaster will like my stand up. He's like, mm -hmm. what if the pips and the Maytals got together? Is that something? And then the, the old toaster that wasn't working suddenly starts working again. A piece of toast pops up and he takes that as a sign to kill himself. I love it. I'm green lighting that. Okay. Call it the brave, the, the, not the brave little toaster. Because I'm the running toasters. Quibi. I'm green lighting it. You mean Roku Originals. Roku Originals. Roku is absorbing Quibi. You heard it here first. That's exciting that Roku, finally Roku and Quibi just getting to the bottom of it. What a time to be alive if yeah. you like art. If you like art, this is a great time to be alive. If you Quibi, like art, Roku and I Originals. think you do. And I kind of think you might. I think you might. If you're watching this, I kind of think you, think you, like, you might art. like art. Yeah. Speaking of art, uh, let's uh, talk the about it. Art Linkletter talked to children, and I'm a child at heart. Well, the, the history of American sketch comedy obviously must include uh, Saturday Night Live, but it should also include um, uh, a recognition of a show called Television Parts from 1985. Do you guys remember Television no, Parts? No, Mike Nesmith. Mike Nesmith. Uh, Mike Nesmith's sketch comedy show uh, that ran for, uh, for five episodes. And actually, the last episode ran in the Saturday Night Live time slot. I guess they were off that week. Uh, and th these clips were sent in, uh, to us by Frank. Uh, Frank sent us some, some uh, highlights from Mike Nesmith's sketch comedy show, Television Parts. Uh, and this first one uh, is a uh, uh, stars uh, Jay Leno. Man, I hope you know. I hope this Frank. Thank you, Frank, for sending this. But I just hope this Frank. I hope it's not Frank Booth that sent this in. Oh my God! What, what if this is Frank Booth? He <laughs> was like, he he had a little bit too much of his. He's like, what did what did Riggle call it? Like joy juice, go 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 gas. Yeah. Get some of that go go joy juice. Blah. <laughs> Jay Leno came in the office the other day and started doing this routine about a 1955 Buick. I said, Jay, we got to make a film of that. This is it. This Hello, is so cool. I'm Jay Leno. You know, the name America is synonymous with quality and pride of working. You know, as I walk through America, I see businesses with names like Steve's Ice Cream, David's Cookies, Larry's Muffins. I remember when men used to make steel in this country. 
Men with arms like beer barrels take a roaring and pound it into a battleship, pound it into a V8 engine, pound it into an aeroplane. You can bet this fella deserves a little something extra in his envelope this week, huh? <laughs> hey, Tony! It's a guy He's wearing like a Chippendales bow tie. Yeah, that's what that's factory wear. Okay. You, you never worked in a factory and wore a little bow tie. Shirt, shirtless with an apron and a Chippendales bow tie. Yeah. Okay. That's why I drive the last of the really big American cars, a 1955 Buick Roadmaster. This is when they built cars out of steel. No padded dashboard on this car. You just hose it off. You hit your head. You hit your head, you hose it off. I guarantee that's what it is, right? You hit your head, you hose it off. Head on the dash, they hose it off and sell it. <laughs> yeah! Now you can turn off the siren, Bob. He was driving a 55 Buick. <laughs> I know my Lena. You know, this is a really big car. This car seats seven for dinner. In fact, this car is so big, I don't even have a radio. I just bring in live acts. Say, buddy, did you turn the motor off? You came ahead of me. Oh, sorry, fella. <laughs> and it's $1,942. Thank you, Mr. Leto. See you tomorrow. This should be Elon Musk's first sketch, don't you think? Yeah, they're just word for shot word. Shot by shot. Yeah. Gus Van Sant psycho style. Gus Van Zandt. Yes. Finally, in the tradition of Gus Van Zandt's psycho, it's J it's Elon Musk doing Jay Leno's television Buick, parts. Buick sketch. His Buick Roadmaster sketch from television parts. The show hosted by Mike, Michael Nesmith from the Monkees. I like when Jay gets in that voice where he's like, you know, a lot of people who are Usually people have them up here, but uh, like, but yeah, you're right. When he gets maniacal, it, we're going to get real cars here. Wait, what happened? Go back. Did we finish the sketch? Uh, it's uh, no, no, there's a little bit left here. Oh, now he's it's getting the biggest Buick I've ever seen. He's getting Star Wars. Wow. He got oh. yeah, he got he got beamed up like close encounters and then there he goes. That was expensive. It was very expensive. I didn't hate it. Yeah, I didn't love it, but I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. It's it's I, I give it a uh not a Len no, but a Len maybe. Len maybe. Um I see something that looks like poison in my eyes. And it says Jerry Seinfeld, private investigator. This is another uh, sketch from television parts. Oh no. It's a uh, Jerry Seinfeld doing a sort of, uh, doing his like Humphrey Bogart impression here. I know what this is. This is my... Brett. This is Brett getting back at us. Cause for what? For, for this whole making fun of his, uh, uh, transitions. This is how he punishes oh, us. I did not start that account. He's he's trying to do this. He's trying to root out who started it by. I mean, nobody accused you of starting it, Julian. 
He's trying to break us down. So yeah, see, they oh, just did that. I see what you just did. He just did a Columbo. You're you just- accusing me of bringing it up, meaning I did it, and you still think that you're not instigating things. I'm yeah. just saying it's you a little bit of a little bit of the old uh, stuff. Doth protest too much uh, thing there. I, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. He just. He, he, what he just did was he just you just you just uh, you were just no different than uh, Columbo when when you're just like you know you should be looking at Columbo is that uh that uh uh you should be looking at the other guy down the hall there he seems pretty suspicious Columbo's like okay that's uh, that's good to know I'll uh, check that out and then but meanwhile Columbo knows who did it the whole time Columbo Columbo, it Columbo's got time. it Columbo he's got it he's got it no the rest he's just enjoying spending time with people. Driving. I would. Silly I would car. love to see somebody go, Columbo. You're the meanest sob I ever met in my life. You know who did it on these cases three minutes in, and Absolutely. then you just you just dick them around for yep. for a week. Yep. And yeah, until they finally lose yep. their cool. Yep. Or they they screw up. Yeah. Say, Columbo, you dirty sob. <laughs> Well, all I'm saying is, that, you know, coming into this episode, I wasn't even entertaining the thought that either of you had anything to do with those uh, with those uh, uh, parody accounts. Uh, speaking of Brett, but now uh, I don't know. I'm not so sure. There seems to be you're both uh, very, very adamant about not making them. Um, uh, he's he's uh, the the worst part of this is I think he's ten percent serious. I think I think I'd he's only joking 90 percent. I'd go up to 17. Okay. He kind of thinks we're behind these accounts in the back of his head. He thinks it's he doesn't think it's probably what the case is. He thinks it's possibly. I also think him saying, oh, Tom and Julie are busy. I'm not like talk about Doth protesting too much. I don't yeah. do anything all day. Yeah, <laughs> I well, really well, Tom don't. Tom and Julie have a lot of irons in the fire and they're. Doing the thing. Started, started doing word puzzles. Started doing no, he, the, the spelling bee in the New York Times. He's game, up to, not he, just the crossword puzzle. He thinks he thinks it's he thinks it's me now because I'm pressing too hard on how it it could be you. Because uh-huh. you know, just like he's look, we're he's gonna pull a Columbo on us. He thinks he's Columbo right now. Columbrette. Columbret. <laughs> Columbret. <laughs> no, it should be Columbo ham. <laughs> <laughs> there Columb- it is. Columbo boem. He goes. Yeah. Just, just. He goes. Speaking of just one more thing. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of just one more thing. Uh, Here's maybe one you can tell thing. me what what happened. Uh, I noticed you had uh, left your you left your wallet. I'm sorry to bother you, ma'am. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry to bother you. Can I just, you know, I just get all foggy. I was in the neighborhood. I just just figured I'd ask one more time. Brett, the difference between Columbo and Columboum (laughs) is that Columbo never loses his cool. And Brett would Columbo lose him. his That has mind. to be a shirt right there. Top of the list. Columbo has to be a shirt of Brett like doing that Columbo with the trench coat. Right? I think it just says Columbo in the Columbo font. And then it says, speaking of just one more thing, here's one more thing. <laughs> yes. Perfect. 
and a bowl of Excuse chili. Excuse me, Miss. I uh, just wanted to ask if I could follow up on the uh, I Hot Radio. Thing that I had said with, uh, I just I had said something about iHeartRadio and uh, the possibility of joining iHeartRadio. I thought maybe you are the number one. I swear to God, Brett. If uh, God forbid, iHeartRadio's headquarters burns to the ground. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Speaking of number one suspects, that would be. Uh... And it's also, you know, it'd be what if Brett started? What if he became Columboum and started solving <laughs> podcast-related <laughs> murders and stuff? <laughs> And then there weren't enough, so he started causing them. Yeah, then he starts dextering it. Mm-hmm. Just you just picture Brett walking into the into the earwolf office, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, just catch me up on this, please. What happened here with the? It's so funny. I just watched Husbands the other day. Oh yeah, and it's so amazing. Him and Cassavetti's having yeah. a hang. When you forget what Peter Falk was like when he wasn't, he's. He's doing, he's saying things with the same voice that Columbo says them in, but they're horrible things. But he is so lovable no matter what, when, where, or how. Like he can be an, it's a mad, 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 mad world. I mean, Mm -hmm. he's not the most versatile actor, but what is consistent is his lovability no matter what he's doing. Yeah. And who else is lovable in those movies? Ben Gazzara. Ben Gazzara is me, Ben Gazzara. You know, my father was Roadhouse. Uh, father was a moron. <laughs> like killing of a Chinese bookie when he's talking to the woman and he's just like he's like, My father was a thing. She's like, I don't want to hear about your father. He's like, My father was a moron. <laughs> like he's just and you know he's improvising <laughs> and you're not sure if this is the best or worst acting you've ever seen. It's the best. It's the best. He's so good. He's the best. Those guys are cool. There's, I just have a certain limitation where I don't want to see them hang out too much. There's no, there's a limitation where I'm like, even if I was hanging out with them at dinner, I'd be like, um, do you want to get the check or should I just leave what I owe you on the table? Because you're yeah. getting espresso, I think. And I just really want to wrap up this yeah. evening. Seems like you guys are settling back in. Like when you're getting ready to leave something and then somebody says one thing and then you're it's just a, like, oh, I do yeah. want to talk about this. And next hang. thing you know, yeah, next thing you know, you're you're parked back again talking about it. Are we describing this show? No. Okay, good. Columbo might be the greatest <laughs> moment of my life. <laughs> well, uh, speaking of classic television detectives, here is a Jerry Seinfeld, private investigator from Television Parts. Hi, I'm Jerry Seinfeld, a comedian. But most of you probably know me better as Jerry Seinfeld, private investigator. Best thing about the job is I get to smoke cigarettes. Excuse me, miss, I think you're in the wrong office. The auditions for Rodeo Clown are down the hall. Do I look like a rodeo clown? I don't know. Do this. Oh, he's so unfunny. I didn't come here to play games, Mr. Seinfeld. 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 I think Jerry Seinfeld is the opposite of Peter Falk as a performer because he's just so loathsome. Yeah, and he thinks... So superior. I mean, what you always talk about Zappa, that his whole superiority mm-hmm. that drives you crazy, that oh, yeah. drives Columbo, me insane uh, it, it, about Seinfeld. He just clearly thinks he's like the oh, funniest, smartest guy. I un- can't Unquestionable. Stand him. Unquestionable. <sighs> he is dead... 
certain that he is better than you. Yeah. My sock. Missing sock, eh? Uh, I can't watch any more of this. <laughs> this this one. <laughs> this guy. We this call, is him. We gotta use our him, safe word on this one. This is him before he was. He was a worse actor than he was on Seinfeld, where he was a bad actor. He's so bad on Seinfeld. He surrounds himself with three of the legit, legitimately greatest comedic actors in television history. When you think about it, he is the weak link on his own show. You're being very generous to Jason Alexander. Now, Jason Alexander is Fine. the is outstanding. I don't want you to don't like you him. don't like the show. You don't like Seinfeld. I don't like the show, so I can't speak to him being great or bad. And I retract my uh, barb because I am not fully exposed to if he can yes. be great, how great he can be. Haven't haven't heard from Michael Richards in a while. <laughs> Some of his lines, I'm going to say, like he, Michael Richards. Of course, he uh, is. Not so good in certain yeah. ways. Canceled. Yeah, but he's very funny on the show. Sometimes bad people are funny. Strongly disagree. I think sometimes bad people can be funny. Like uh, Giuliani, winner of a Razzie for Worst Supporting Actor at Borat 2. <laughs> Well, uh, Tom and Julie, you also proved that uh, good people can be funny as Thank well. You, and uh, that's all I was looking for. Kind. I like I've, that. I've it's got a, one last clip for you. This is this is in honor of uh, uh, New York State legalizing uh, marijuana. Uh, this clip comes to us from Sean, and it is uh, the mom who accidentally ate uh, pot banana bread, accidentally ate pot banana bread. This is from Sean. Hi, family. Um, this is the worst thing ever that I've ever done Jen and I sliced a whole fucking slice of it it said <laughs> edible <laughs> banana nut bread I thought edible meant for a story that it's gluten-free and I was trying to figure out is this gluten-free or not anyway it wasn't that it wasn't very good but I still ate a whole slice and it sinks in edible edible meant pot I ate pot banana nut bread so strong see this is the Elizabeth Warren I I voted for. Yeah, this, this is, is the this is the this president. Is I I feel like we deserve. And listen, everyone had their candidate in the primary, and people have different reasons for it. Bernie. People fine. This was my Elizabeth Warren. One of the bad effects that pot has on me is paranoia. So it's scary. It hit me like a fucking sledgehammer. I don't know if I should stand up. How embarrassing am I to eat banana pot, banana bread pot? Let me show you the bay. And I was stupid enough to think it was gluten-free. Edible banana nut spice. Maybe I only ate a half. Look at, there's the slice. Oh, I ate a half of a slice, thank God. Maybe. Maybe! I hope I didn't eat a slice and a half. <laughs> it's the weirdest feeling. I feel, I mean, it feels like LST or something like that. Not that I know what that feels like. <gasps> Maybe. It feels like LST? 
What does the T stand for? Trippin'. Trippin', yeah. I uh, she she first of all, she should realize that posting these things online is completely optional and that <laughs> you don't that, that did not need to be documented in such a manner that we are currently talking about it and and laughing about it like that we're was laughing. we're la- but we do love her we're not laughing oh, at her oh my god no i love that is that is beautiful yes and we want to be we wish we were there to give her a hug yeah no but that that was truly beautiful i i i legitimately uh salute her that mm-hmm. was that was just yeah that's great that's that's somebody doing the thing and Having having fun in the moment, and she's having a good time. She's a little a little freaked she's out. She's not having but, a good time. No, but she's a little freaked out right now. But she's gonna be laughing it up in a little bit. I don't know. Last time I had a special little evening, it was. Uh, it's important for me to like have someone I can talk to because otherwise it's just me and my brain, mm-hmm. and my brain is not the best guide. <laughs> yeah. For- no. Uh, you know, just warding off things like shame and obsessive thoughts about everything I've ever done and how bad it is. And- mm-hmm. Tell me more. Tell, tell me, me more. more. <laughs> now, my brain, my brain, I end up just being at the point if I uh, if I crack up an old old fashioned edible and I'm mm-hmm. just there, I'm then I'm just like, should I eat a lot of sweet stuff? Or should I make a sandwich? That's like, that's, that's as far as my that's brain goes. That's the extent of where you're, oh, I'm so yeah. jealous. My brain will just be kind of like, I am thankfully, and I hope I'm not jinxing oh, myself. So I am thankfully uh, exempt from the f- feeling, feeling uh, oh, paranoid and, and shame yeah. and stuff. I get that the rest of the time. I get that the rest of the time too. It's just more intense. Like, there's just a, why did I tweet that? For me, I get a feeling of, maybe I'll watch that, uh, watch Radiohead play King of Limbs uh, <laughs> concert thing again. That's kind of fun. And I like that they show little little uh, interstitial things between the songs where they're setting up to do it. It's, it's kind of just down and dirty in their studio, but it's shot really well and it sounds great. Ugh, I wake up, What's it's the, the morning. What's the it's the morning now, and then I wake up, laptop dead. Mm-hmm. It's the morning. Yeah, YouTube like went through all the logarithms to the extent where it thinks you're in queue now. Yeah, where suddenly I go through, and it's made so many moves through through whatever its its next suggestions are that it's uh, suddenly I'm, I'm watching an episode of uh uh d- d- you know make room for daddy somehow <laughs> <laughs> like it's gone through a hundred different yeah. patterns that make no sense so what's the silliest or grossest like munchies snack you've put together in desperation i'll go first i think at one point i was putting like like chocolate I don't want to say like syrup. I was putting like chocolate chips on saltines, like things like that, or putting like mm-hmm. jam on just like trying to make a candy bar. Have you ever kind of <laughs> done that? I didn't. And I've never tried to make a candy bar in that state. I'm just trying to approximate. You're like, if I put chocolate chips in my mouth at the same time as a oh, cracker. I, oh, I understand that completely. You are not yeah. alone in terms of 
feeling like maybe I could kind of. Right. Alchemize like yeah. Brett in the kitchen. Yeah, exactly. Oh, look at him. Did you see that, Tom? He came to life like a, yeah, no, a dog. Like you said the word walk in front of a dog. Yeah. Yeah. You say the word glaze in front of Brett. That's <laughs> like saying that's why his wife ha- says like G when she talks G-L-A-Z-E, about glaze. Yeah, and, the ca- and the cats like silently let themselves out. And the cat's just like, yeah, you're talking about glaze. Yeah, we and know rugs. where this is going. Uh, I think, yeah, Brett's cat is Dennis Miller. We didn't uh, mention oh, Brett's cat's babe. like, oh, babe, yeah, I'm out of guy. here, Babalo. This guy over here is uh, trying to do the here. thing. He cleans my He's litter box slower than BB Rebozo getting rid of Nancy the old Pelosi tapes. on Ambien. Yeah. Getting rid of the 17 minutes of tapes the you got a Holderman. Halderman's coming in doing the thing in Admiral Stockdale. It's like, like Admiral Stockdale like going more to uh, more obscure, Rainforest like, Cafe. He's into like the 80s, like he's just naming 80s like military officers. Yeah. It's kind of just like, yeah, General Norman Schwarzkopf is busy <laughs> over here. It's like, wow, he's, you know a lot about the military, Dennis Miller. And then you find out he was in the CIA. Yeah. Yeah. I got some wet works. I'm over here. I'm, uh, <laughs> Busy. Uh, I'm on a wet works mission. I got to uh, take out a uh, a military junta. <laughs> no, what I'll do, I'll just say what I do is a lot of times I'm kind of just like, I'll do a thing where it's like almost like, can you top this? Where I'll be like, yeah, here's some ice cream. Yep. Yeah, throw a little chocolate syrup on top of this. I'm like, okay, that's enough. Oh, what if I what if I just smash a golden Oreo you're cold on you're top. cold you're cold stoning that's what you're I'm doing cold you're cold stoning yeah, cold yep, stoning. yep. Yeah. you're doing like your own mix-ins you're trying to hey man I'm cold stoning man <laughs> how is that not a thing cold stone creamery I like, think it right? is I'll bet it is but like the how is there not there must be some ice cream place called just like weed stone creamery um we come up with so many ideas on this show that could be marketable. And none marketable. of them pay my rent. No. We could we could have a place called Weed, Weedstone Creamery would be huge. That's like I the mean, idea that no one comes. Yeah. We come up with 10 in an episode. Columboem. I'm just trying to think of like what would be at Weedstone Creamery that isn't in like a regular like ice cream. Well, what if the ice cream has... Uh, THC in it. Well, oh uh, no, there's just definitely going to be like an edible arrangement. I feel like there should be the like the thing you get before you're high, and then you come back, and then you show your ticket, and the second thing is where you just like get all of the things. Do you and think that have- company? Do you think edible arrangements is kind of just like, God damn it, what are we? They're <laughs> called edibles. What? No, ours are not. You will not get high with our stuff. It's fruit. <laughs> it's fruit. It's melon. It's you pineapple. You think they'd be th- cut into whimsical shapes. Yeah. That no one's really excited to get, but that in a way But it's- I'll get high, right, man? No. I think Look, they should ride it out eat- and make their logo yeah. more psychedelic and make it more misleading. Yeah. In a white room with some mango (laughs) and some strawberries. In a conference room and some toothpicks into pineapple. Hey, man, does this Miracle Whip have weed in it? Yeah, man. 
You it can won't get tone it, it yeah. down. This is what is going to be in our edible cold stoner creamery toppings center. Number one, yeah. saltines. Number two, Ritz crackers. Number three, those little uh, uh, coconut milk, uh, just like caramel on the inside and like coconut milk chocolate on the outside. Number four, jam. (laughs) And here's the thing. You don't have access to these ingredients before you're stoned. You get the first, you you know what I'm trying to say, right? I don't know why I Mm -hmm. think it's not clear. You buy an experience. Part one, part two. Part one is the THC. You give it to the people. They come back. They go, oh, boy, oh, boy. What now? Mm -hmm. You say, what not now? Yeah. Pretzels. I want a whole section of pretzels, soft mm-hmm. pretzels, hard pretzels, chocolate covered pretzels, pretzel nuggets, Annie Ann's, cinnamon raisin, not cinnamon raisin, but the little cinnamon nugget ones. Can I request mini waffles? Mini waffles! And those, those are a maxi, blank canvas. Maxi waffles. We'll and have mini waffle. waffles, maxi waffles, and pancakes. We will take an entire pancake, chop mm-hmm. it up, put it in your God forsaken ice cream. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. To- no, we're, we're 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 not messing around with this. We will use the shrimp that was in that box of cinnamon toast crunch. Yeah. In our ice cream shop, that is a yeah. topping you will be able to get anytime. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We will use Bean Dad's beans. That is another topping. Is this just becoming like a meme palace? It could be. A meme, palace. <laughs> a meme palace. A meme parlor. Ice yeah. cream. Ice cream meme parlor. No. Uh, ice cream, you meme. We all meme for ice cream. Fred, we, we, were in a, we were in a sprint. Sorry. Sorry. We were in a sprint to get there. <laughs> no, that was, it, we needed a wall. Yeah. You need a wall. Well, uh, uh, to quote Ronald Reagan, let's tear down that wall. And uh, put some friggin' jelly beans. Speaking of that yeah. piece of shit, can I just say I'm so glad Reagan is dead. And even though his policies remain and are damaging and horrible, it brings me a little bit of comfort knowing that he and his his uh, his horrible wife are in the ground. Here, here. Yeah, making no argument from me. So that's the end of the show. <laughs> Yeah, we did and it. Send us more things to talk about and ideas. You can send those we... clips to doublethreatpod at gmail.com. Just an I, I just an endless an endless supply. Every every week I'm like, is this the week that the well's gonna run dry? And the answer is always no. Just keep sending those in. We love mm-hmm. love love talking about them, love playing them on the show. Yeah. Love it. And just because we hit uh, uh, over a thousand reviews on Apple Podcasts, keep those reviews coming. That doesn't mean that that uh, we don't want any more reviews. We want as many as we can get because they we just... We should uh, continue to read the funny ones. Well, here's yeah. one. Um, the The subject heading is Ghislaine Maxwell, and the review <laughs> says, Brett, why haven't you called me back yet? Oh, my um, God! <laughs> funny. So, you think that's really... That's not really her, though. Yeah, it's hard to tell. All right. Go- Thank goodbye. you, my friends, for listening. Bye. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, 
Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.